Hello, good evening, and welcome to Victims of the Punt, New South Wales's best value for money racing show. Uh, every week, giving you plenty of bang for zero bucks. Saturday's meetings at Royal Randwick, on the lands of the Bidjigal and Gadigal people. We acknowledge them as the traditional owners and pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Now, down to business. The star of the show in recent weeks has undoubtedly been Mark Sheen. He went two from two with his tips a fortnight ago. Last week, pretty wild, the fight of Market Drift to win well. Um, he also tipped us Phillipsburg, who ran quite, quite well, really, uh, after a very negative ride. And on top of that, we'll be getting a couple more additions to Mark's trial black book, which last week produced a first-up winner in Bold Mac at double-figure odds, as well as Salasal in Melbourne, who ran a good debut third in a very strong race. No doubt that's a segment anyone's going to be fast-forwarding to. So let's get into it right after these messages. And these messages are brought to you by readybet.com.au, Australian-owned and operated online bookmaker run by me and uh, one other person. So come on uh, down to readybet.com.au, check us out uh, for um, promos and offers on racing and sport seven days a week. So, uh, Rob, can I let you take the range for this most important segment of the show, please? Oh, without doubt. Um, Red Pen Express, Black Bookers, uh, why wouldn't you be tuning in for this? It's been amazing. Some of the best trials in New South Wales, you can put them in your black book presented by the mailbag bloodstock.com.au, which I'll say just got another winner today, two from three. Um, brought us to winners, that is. Uh, but we're advertising our autumn sun out of Trevesia, a beautifully bred filly with a stunning Japanese family. You know how much I love the Japanese bred horses. Um, maybe an Oaks, uh, three-quarter sister, um, champion, uh, Japanese uh, sire, uh, Kim Kamahaha, who's the sire of Lord Kamahaha. <laughs> 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 uh, it's a tough one. I knew I was going to struggle with that one. Uh, after he's bred on the same cross as Fundamentalist Reloaded, uh, heads to the leading stable of Amabon Nation. That gives us uh, the flexibility of racing in the Gold Coast or at Warwick Farms. Uh, shares uh, from $1,704. Incredible value uh, for such a well-bred filly and a filly um, that, you know, we're hoping to get some black tight with. And if she can, her residual value will shine through. So email um, jono at themailbag.com.au to get more info. And that's jono uh, with no H, so J-O-N-O. Um, Mark, you found a couple of two-year-olds uh, from the same set of trials at Hawkesbury on Monday, uh, Sathira and Perfect Thought. Yeah, I thought this was easily the uh, strongest heat. Uh, it was heat number 15. Um, uh, there was one heat abandoned, so uh, but heat number 15. Cythera is in uh, black with red cross sashes, and Perfect Thought is the other one I've uh, picked out in black and white check with yellow sleeves. Now, Sweet Ride wins this trial. Um, they run about eight-tenths uh, faster up the straight than any other trial in the last uh 200 and 400 were very, very strong. Um, this Cythera won on debut, won the long road plate and then third in the silver slipper. But this one in the black and white check, perfect thought. Uh, this was a much better trial than last time in. John Sargent shipped this down to Flemington and ran fourth in the Anzac Day Stakes, but um, I thought this was a much better trial than uh, that uh, trial leading into that very good run at Flemington. And he gives me the impression that he'd be a horse who's uh, would be aimed at a race like a spring champion or even a derby. So he shouldn't be trialling like that over short distances. So uh, I thought it was a really good trial. So I think that they're both ones to follow. Cythera, who's a filly, and I'm pretty sure Perfect Thought's a cult, but um, he'll be aimed at races over a little bit uh, longer. So I think at one, once he steps out 1,400, 1,600 metres, 
certainly the time to, to aim up for him. Excellent. Thank you very much, Mark. There's two more editions for the Black Book. This stuff has been like absolute gold dust of late. So if you're not adding Cythera and Perfect Thought to your own personal Black Book, you are quite possibly insane. Right, let's get on to Saturday's meeting at Randwick. Uh, currently a heavy 10, and let's be honest, it's not going to improve, is it? It's still a bit of rain forecast, so it's going to be heavy 10 at best. Rail out 12 metres. Uh, Mark, can I ask you what you're expecting under those circumstances? Yeah, I've been a little bit wrong with these uh, track patterns lately, but uh, I think 12 metres would lend itself to horses getting towards the outside fence, uh, particularly later in the day. So, yeah, I, I don't think it'll be like it has been uh, at that uh, recent meeting where it was hard up fence, which was a nine-metre rail, but I, th- I think they'll be getting a lot wider on Saturday because this track will be an absolute bog. It's just uh, been tumbling down here this afternoon as well. Unfortunate, but not unexpected. Um, yes, as we can see on screen up there, we've got the punning form uh, data for this meeting, which really does um, back up what Mark was just saying. If you have a closer look at that data, it says that backmarkers are strongly favoured and outperform the market, and horses um, tracking in lane five and wider in the last 400 metres are the ones that are most strongly advantaged. In fact, those inside lanes in the straight look to be a pretty big disadvantage. Right, so we've got, uh, yes, well, just before we move on, uh, thanks again to our sponsors, punningform.com.au, for this data. Have a look at the jockey data for this meeting. Uh, you can find this on their website and on the meeting page. Um, interesting to note that perhaps the unfashionable Andrew Atkins is actually striking okay of late and outperforming or performing better than market expectations. That's interesting to note. That's one of the uh, more useful things you can do with this data is find um, some jockeys and trainers perhaps that the market are overlooking because they don't have, say, say the uh, same profile as some of the Bigger names, and it also points out that possibly the informed jockey of the winter in Sydney has been Jason Collett, twenty-two percent strike rate last hundred rides, and smashing the market as well. So, all that can be found on puntingform.com.au, Australia's leading racing database. Right, we've got uh, two races to look at in depth. The races three and four on the card at uh, Randwick, and we're just going to go a tiny bit off script here because Rob Scurry was uh, pestering me before we went on air, saying he's got. Got a bit of a story to do with that contributing factor and it's stable, Rob. Yeah, Mark. Um, I, I just thought the viewers would love a bit more schadenfreude um, for me. And this is one of my all-time worst missed winners. You know, we've all had those winners that we haven't missed. But the, the, back in early 2000, there was a, a stayer from an unfashionable stable uh, called Impaler by uh, uh, David Atkins. Um, it was by Dracula, so it was, it was uh, very well-named. Um, but I got the mail from Newcastle that this thing was flying. It was running between races. It was it was running sort of ten to bit second, um, you know, sectionals. Obviously, just breezy, you know, breezing up and then dashing home. Um, but so I was on the lookout for it. It already had one prep, but it, it went first up into a good race. Um, and I was thinking this horse could win anywhere, and I was going to take any price. So I was looking on Saturdays, Wednesdays, Saturdays, Wednesdays. Um, was at the beach with a couple of mates and um i just got uh the call from my cousin who you know um we were a bit bit uh i don't know tessie you know we both we both thought we're pretty good at what we do but he calls me up and he goes rob did you see it it's broken the track record i just paid 36 dollars oh no uh, <laughs> so yeah he went around on a sunday uh at warwick farm you know i think like a like a listed race and um and i didn't get on and um, yeah, that that's that's my worst story. Uh, I'm missing pump. Yeah, thirty six dollars only for a short time, but he held the Warwick Farm track record for a thousand meters, and he the trainer trains contributing factor, which I think is Mark's first hit. 
Yes, it is a nice little tie-in there, Rob. Thank you. Also, you should, that wouldn't happen these days if you had an online black book uh, with the alerts for you, like you should have with all Max Trial black bookers, so you never miss a winner like that again. Anyway, here's the prices for race three. The main chances, number two, Dr. Evil, six, three, Elusive Jewel, 440, four, Cruel Summer, 440 as well. Number five, Contributing Factor, $8, six, Booba, $8, seven, uh, Seagrill, 21. Mon Felicity, number eight, at 750, and 16, and greater the rest. Mark, over to you. Yeah, I like contributing factor here at a bit of odds around that uh, $8 mark, $758 mark. It did run ninth at its last start, but there have been six winners come out of that race. Um, Jojo the Man won that race. I think he beat Crosstalk, Kanazawa, Marnix came out of the race as well. Um, two horses have run second out of the race, Blesk and Beaufort Park. So it was a pretty hot race, but here's his last run on a heavy track at Newcastle. This was back in March on a heavy 10. He's in the purple and white hards. He just got shuffled back coming to the home turn, lost his position entirely, and then got to the outside when the race was over and made up a stack of ground. He subsequently won after that on a heavy track at uh, Newcastle where he sat outside the lead. And it didn't look a flash win, but by the same token, I think he was ridden too close and was a slowly run race and just a sprint home. So I think the fact that he gets back on really heavy ground, um, I think this is a winnable race because I've got some question marks around that race that Cruel Summer and Modern Felicity were in the other day. I've been on Cruel Summer. It's last two runs where it's been beaten in a photo, so I'm getting sick of it. Um, I just saw the fact there was a bit of value here um, around the $758 mark. Kieran McAvoy in the saddle. He'll relish the wet ground. Hasn't had a run for uh, about six weeks, but um, I note that they scratched him from an easier race on Wednesday where I think he would have bowled it in, even though Timpanis won easily. I thought it was a race that he could have won, but they elected to scratch and run in this stronger race. So uh, that's a good lead for me. I think Elusive Jewel's a danger. I know she doesn't win out of turn, but uh, she uh, ran quite well in Queensland last start and gets back on wet ground. So I'm backing five and probably a cutout on Elusive Jewel, but I think contributing factor looks good odds to me. Rob, uh, any yard comments on any of these? You've seen most of these uh, going around week in, week out. Yeah, look, I'm I'm keen to follow Mark in. Why wouldn't you be? You'd be mad not to. Plus the fact that if this is this is the hot form race with my boy Jojo as the man, um, and the horse ran second that day, and this horse is coming into a midway. It just looks like an auto bet at the price to me. Yeah, there's a fair bit of good wet track form in this race, but um, yeah, it was interesting that race Mark highlighted um, from March. That was a that was a provincial championships qualifier won by Papale, I think. Certainly strong enough, uh, a strong enough for mine to be competing well in a midway, you would think. Right, there's uh, the first of the previews and tips at a very nice price too in race three, contributing factor. All right, we'll move on now to race four, the July Sprint. Uh, it's over 1,100 metres, and I'll just quickly give you the market. Number one, Prime Candidate, 460. Two, Rocketing by $4. Three, Enchanted Heart, 420. Uh, down to number five, Easy Single, $3, and 19 and greater, the bottom three. Uh, Mark, what have you found here? Yeah, we've got a congested market, four horses in the market here. Look, I've gone for Enchanted Heart, so I know she has fathered the last two starts in Queensland, which she's taken on a much stronger company and has looked a little bit disappointing, I will admit, but uh, she is a proven wet tracker. Uh, she won that takeover target, I think, at uh, Gosford on a slow track uh, uh, last preparation, um, here is her run first up from a spell where she was trapped wide. She got pushed very wide on a limb a long way from home and she still hit the line quite strongly here. 
much, much better in front end, and that's the one in blue. Now, he won a number of races very impressively on heavy ground, and she got pushed wide there, as I said, on the outside in the blue colours, and she battled on quite well to run fourth. Um, subsequently, two unplaced runs in Queensland, but on firm ground at Eagle Farm or firmish ground on Eagle Farm and, and gets back to a wet track. I've got a massive query on prime candidate uh, on heavy ground. Uh, I've got massive query on rocketing boys, had uh, knee surgery on both front knees. Um, not sure about his trials. I think if there is a danger, it's probably easy single who gets a significant jockey change here with Willie Pike. Um, obviously, questions asked about the way um, Hennessy is back off the speed uh, and not leading the other day. That may have contributed to easy single being beaten, but uh, by the same token, I'd I'd rather be on Enchanted Heart at that price around the $4.20 mark. Thanks for that, Mark. Uh, Rob, any yard comments on these? Uh, well, I just have one comment. Did Enchanted Heart win in a big price and beat John O'Shea's Everest horse, which is run, lost and running first up? This... It did at um, Canterbury. I backed it. It was about 30. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember it. Yeah, so look, that was wet that day. She's a big, strong horse. Doesn't look like a wetty Enchanted Heart, but she, she's, she certainly looks like a, a black-type horse to me. Um I, I've, I've been on easy single. It's obviously the fit horse. I think that's that's a bit of an advantage. Got no weight, and if it was to be another Smoky, I think it would be Liberty Sun. I thought that put in some good runs last prep, and Kathy O'Hara offered double. So, you know, yes. poor for me, kind of half giving her a knock last week. She she rode she rode that thing very well for you, Mark. Pretty wild. She rode it an absolute treat. I thought. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yes, after we were rude enough to half Potter on the show, I think it was last week. She came and put us right in our place and good on her. All right, that brings us to the end. Thank you very much to you both for that again and hope you've made note of Mark's trial black bookers, the two two-year-olds, Athira and uh, Perfect Thought, and two tips at pretty good odds to race three, contributing factor, and race four, Enchanted Heart. Thanks again, guys, and we'll do it all again next week. Until then, goodbye.